0: Brian Dewhurst and Philip Ramsey. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. This is your host, Philip Ramsey. You are listening to the Uncommon Life Project, and I'm going to do things a little different today. It's a special one. It is. You want to introduce yourself? Oh,
1: yeah. I am Brian Dewhurst.
0: I feel like we should have some audio and some crowd, maybe like a slow clap in, because why, Brian? Why should we have a slow clap
1: for this one? Today... Is the 100th episode.
0: Which is kind of a big feat. There's a lot of people that start a podcast and don't finish it. I feel like we're just getting started. It's our 100th
1: episode, and we got a 1,000 more to give. 100, here we are. I don't even know what to say. It's a little... Uh, you know, when we started this, it was like, okay, we'll try this. And we've kind of done a couple seasons, and now it just kind of crept up on me. We're at 100. So. I know.
0: It's great. So uh, instead of trying to put words to it, I felt like we would uh, bring in one of my good friends, Ben Foost, to interview us. Ben is a rock star. He helps us make sure our podcasts sound good, so he has everything to blame, although he has a tough job because we might not be the most audio technical, and he tries to make it as good as he can. He also has his own podcast. It's called Live from the Path. It's just him and his friends talking about what God's teaching them, what Jesus is doing in their life, and it's awesome. If you ever could listen to it, I listen to it. It's awesome. So, and has a gorgeous voice. Ben, come
2: on, man. Here's the deal. Flattery will, will get you everywhere, Brian. Yes. But th- thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> um, yeah, boy, it's it's um, it's been a lot of fun, just just so you guys know, it's been a, fun, a lot of fun listening to the Uncommon Life podcast. Like, uh, one of the benefits I have is that uh, as part of my job, I get to take it all in, right? Like, I get to hear about w- what people are doing and, like, how they're looking at life differently in ways that, that I don't know, folks didn't see. Um, and so, uh, I don't know, it's been a lot of help to me So, you know Awesome It could be like, uh, it could be the grocery store backroom podcast And maybe I don't get as much from it <laughs> Right But, uh, <laughs> but it's, you it's could, great. probably would But I that's could your, it's kind of your personality Yeah, yeah, th- no, that's true There is, uh, uh, actually, Trader Joe's does a podcast and, Do they? Uh, see, but that's the thing It's just, it's not quiet enough to compel me to go out and do it right. But I hear about it, I'm like, well, maybe I would listen to it But I, it, I don't ever uh, flip switch Yeah <laughs> Well, thanks for being here, man. This yeah, will be great. So, so here's what we're gonna do. Um, I, we're gonna put you on the other side of the mic, uh, figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll just it's we want to hear about what your experiences have been doing doing hundred podcasts. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna start with the uh, you guys some of you are numbers guys. Philip's kind of an. Eh. I'm not sure he's a numbers he's guy. Not a numbers we
0: know guy. I'm not that okay. guy. I'm
2: not that guy. All right, But we're gonna start. We're gonna start with some numbers. So, and this was as of uh, let's go with like uh, 1 a.m. this morning. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Total downloads for the Uncommon Life podcast, 49,751. I didn't even know we had a number on that. It's amazing. So you're 250 downloads away from 50,000 clean listens. Wow. Now, how does that hit you? You know,
0: I don't know if we've ever done it for listeners, but we've done it for like hopeful that it it triggers something in somebody to then push them off to this uncommon life. 50,000 listeners on our podcast is humbling. I'll start there. Yeah. Uh, But also I don't really know what to compare it to because like somebody else might have a hundred downloads and have like 500,000. I think we
1: had a guy on and he had just started his his podcast and uh, I don't know if it was like his seventh episode or he was doing them like daily though or something like every three days. But he already had like a hundred thousand downloads and I was like, Oh, man.
2: I'll tell you what's demoralizing is, <laughs> is you, go to the, you go to Facebook groups of people who are in like podcasting, and the people who talk the most are the guys who really want you to know that they should be talking the most. And so yeah. um, I, I've, I've seen a number of guys like that were like, hey, man, I'm on three episodes. I've got 58,000 downloads. Is that good? Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> now, I will tell you though, relatively speaking, based upon the number of downloads you guys get within the first seven days of most episodes, you're within the top twenty five percent of podcasts that are on the market. Oh, wow. well, there we go.
1: I feel way better. So there, I did. do too. Thanks. I, That's why Ben's here, folks. I, you know, I think it's a point of reflecting. I've definitely been the guy, and the only way I can relate to this, and Philip knows this, is like, you know, when you make a meal and you're like, everyone's like, "Oh, that was a great meal," you know, and you're like, "I could use a little more garlic." That's I'm great. trying to be at a point in my life where I'm like, "No, it was a great meal. It was all right. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm good with the number. <laughs> So 50,000. And, and here's the
0: deal. At the at one point, and I don't know if it was a marketing thing, we did get an email that we were like trending on the top podcast for Belgium yeah, or something.
2: That doesn't surprise me.
1: No. <laughs> There's
0: only three podcasts
2: coming yeah. out of Belgium. The Belgies, which I think is how it's pronounced a plural Belgium. Mm. Uh, they just can't get enough of it. That doesn't yeah. surprise me one bit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it, so I, I was thinking about like you got your rough podcast about it at half an hour or so per podcast. That's right. So if we think about close to fifty thousand downloads, just so you know, this doesn't make you a little bit uh, nervous. Uh, if you lined all those up, that's you guys talking for three straight years. If you Whoa. take take all those listens, that's wow. crazy. Which means your voices are like permeating to every corner of the world. Oh, now that's scary. For the that's... glory or for the rest of it, that's what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for putting that together. Yeah that's, yeah, that's no problem. Just something to think about. Is uh-huh. you see a random guy in the streets like three years? I've been on that guy's mind. It's very possible he's cranking all the downloads. So <laughs> let's let's start talking about. Um, I think it's interesting to look at some of your most listened episodes, oh, no, yeah, yeah. like what things are hitting folks. Um, what's interesting about this is that, like, um, looking at it, you've a lot of them are close to the same. I think you've mm. got people who um they dig on what you're doing they're they're open to kind of a broad slice of life and so mm-hmm. all this stuff is interesting to them and so um i wouldn't say there's a there's slam dunks in here however i think as if we look at the top top five here we go number one. Mm. Oh, actually let's go from number five let's, yeah, let's yeah. build okay. the suspense back it up number five <laughs> episode 38 facing challenges and building your dreams with ian and christina nelson johnson oh, okay. oh yeah That's great podcast so, actually, maybe I'm going to make my way up to the first four so, I want you to tell me if you think there's any themes here, like anything okay. that like, yeah. connects to it, okay? Okay. So, episode 11, Caleb Walsh and What's Behind 500 Doors.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next mm-hmm.
2: level up, okay. Uh, number three, the inaugural Why We're Podcasting episode. Okay. The first one ever. Yeah, and that hit number three. Which is good. It means, like, people are going back and listening to that. That was Philip's idea. I got to yeah. give you credit on that. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Because it's one of the top ones, it could also indicate that they listened to that one and then do not listen oh, to anyone shoot. in the future, because they're like, eh. Yeah, that's valid. Eh, that's eh. a
1: valid
0: point right there, Ben. <laughs> something,
2: just, something to consider. Something to think <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ep- we'll, we'll edit that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Episode six. Yes. Uh, Uncommon Banking, The Truth and Beauty of Cash Value Life Insurance. Okay. Is that number one? That's number two. Okay. Number two. I've actually listened to that one recently. Okay. I was really? making my way through some of the back catalog. Okay. What'd okay. you think? Uh it's super interesting, actually, okay. and it made right. me. Th- and I started right. uh, hunting, pecking around for stuff uh, to to learn more. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: It's interesting because just quickly, that's the reason why we're still here today is that we understood that strategy really well. Yeah, and we weren't telling people like this is for you. We were just saying, hey, here's a strategy you might not have heard about. Yeah. and produced some value there, and people were like, okay, maybe you're decent at what you're doing. So, yeah,
2: well, and I, the premise of kind of be your own bank, um, it's a grabber because you're like. I'm not. I'm, I've I've met myself. There's no way I'm my own bank, <laughs> right? Uh, and so, uh, but, but watching it play out and like at the end of the episode, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, okay. Not right. only does this not like this isn't um, I don't know how else to put this. It's not scamming. Like it's just a right way to use tools in front of you, right? Right. And I think you know as time has progressed,
1: the banks have become a bigger antagonist. So it's like you know people's animosity to what's going on. I think is mm. kind yep.
2: of uh,
1: you know grown over time. So
2: yep, yep. Agreed. Good. And number one, number one. one. Episode two: The seven sources of, of residual, residual income. income.
1: So basically, a lot of people are dropping. <laughs> Maybe
2: they get to one, two, two, three, four, out. and then mm, now, sayonara. in the defense of every episode uh, henceforth, right? Uh, they haven't been on the blocks as much, right? Right? True. Like they've been on the books for quite a bit longer, so people right. have a chance to go through and right. picking them up. And and I would say that uh, actually, I'm starting to look at some of the ones like even 2020, 2021. Um, but I do think thematically it's around some of these core things. I think, um, Mm -hmm. what I see in your podcast numbers is people are trying to get a sense for, um, I I want a different way to look at the world. Like I'm trying my best and and people start to recognize that they're limited by their experiences, by the things that they've seen out there. And they're like, uh, I I just want to make sure I'm not missing something. And I think what's interesting about what you guys do is that, um, they are missing something, but it's not a... It's not like a something like wild under a rock somewhere. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a something that can be easily connected to mm-hmm. that you can recognize that this is an extension of something that they've already had on their mind. They couldn't articulate it. They maybe they haven't seen it. I think those right. are the themes and the things what people are right. looking for. Right. People want a paradigm shift. Yes. Especially with money, because money is like
0: there's either shame or frustration or whatever they're feeling. Yeah. And just sometimes come to us is just like I just need a different perspective. Yeah. On how I'm viewing my current situation.
1: Yep. And I think. Money is fluid, and so you know, a lot of these concepts or things I think people have been percolating on them or they do their own research on Google. But the step to actually implement them is the hard part, right? Oh, yeah, and especially if you have a spouse or you know, you have different risk tolerances. Philip does a great job of you know, talking about people's risk tolerance and like you know, maybe the, your wife is wired one way or your husband's wired the other, and so like, how do you marry all that together mm-hmm. and actually make decisions and make stuff
2: happen? So, yep, mm-hmm. yep, I think there is. There is a, a a disconnect between what people can start to believe is possible and then recognizing that they can be part of the possibility. And I think yeah. that is – you've got a couple of burdens there on expanding and, and you can create opportunity and hope in folks, but if they don't believe that they can see themselves in it mm. – um, and a lot of times you can't manufacture that in yourself. As hard as you try, right. there's always this sense of – and it doesn't even have to be like debilitating doubt. It's just like – I just don't know if it's me because I didn't think of it, and I'm mm-hmm. I, I not sure what the path looks like, and could I screw it up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are kind of the things so that sit true. on people's minds, you know? Right? I mean? Okay, so so those are that's how the how people are reacting to your podcast. Let's talk from your perspective. Ooh. Um, well, maybe top two episodes mm-hmm. that you've shot that you've been part of.
0: Yeah, I know mine. Okay, let's have it. Although Ian and Christine and Nelson Johnson, when you said that, I was like, oh, that was a really good one. My two that I would say. Before that, I would say that Jesse Cole with the Savannah Bananas was my man. Poor Brian. I Could, didn't get to see the,
1: the yellow suit.
0: Yeah, I came up and usually we do this without video. But at first, we were doing it on Zoom at that time. Yeah. And he comes in hot with a yellow tuxedo on yeah, like, with a top
1: hat like curious george like the man in the yellow hat like that's what we're talking right.
0: about right and he was like wait this isn't a video and i was like no and i was like i hope you didn't get dressed up for this for that and he was like oh no i this is my outfit everyday i had it on anyway yeah, yeah right so but it was such a dynamic interview and podcast and i think chances are he does does a lot. I know that. Jesse Cole does a lot of podcasts. And at the end, he probably is just flattering us and he does this all the time. But he was like, hey, that was actually really enjoyable because we went down of like, okay, what's your wife thinking at this point? When you're selling the house and you're going to go buy an old rickety stadium, Mm -hmm. how do you do it? Uh, So for me, Jesse Cole was one of my favorites. I have another one, but I'll let you go next.
1: No, he's actually on my list too. And the thing I would add is if they're gonna make a movie about any one of the guests on our podcast, I think that one is the top of the list. Like just an American, <laughs> yeah, story. You know, buying a baseball team with your wife, like selling everything you have. You know, basically like sleeping on a mattress in a van or something. It's just, and he's great at telling his story, but it it was such an authentic American, like you know, the American dream story. Yep. And so, uh, I had. The other thing I'd say about that podcast, I think I had three or four full pages of notes the the business and just life wisdom and the principles that he shared in that podcast, I was just blown away. Uh, So yeah, that was definitely, uh, I would also say too, for,
0: for Jesse, he had a different paradigm that he viewed the world. Yeah. For example, he was like, Hey, when you go to a baseball field, what's your number one thing when you're taking your family of five price?
1: Sure was. <laughs> it's the 42 times you open your wallet to yes, get through the game. Right.
0: And so he recognized that and said, okay, so what we do is an all-inclusive deal. Like, you get the ticket, you get the whole concessions for free. Yeah. Not for free, but we we price it all in. Right. And so, like, he was forward-thinking enough to try to set himself in the other people's shoes, which is brilliant. But then also, too, just, like, we entertain. Like, that's really why you go to a baseball field is just to entertain. Mm-hmm. And, like, so for me, there was just, like, so many, like, holy cow. Right. Right. You're you're taking me to the woodshed in a good way. So yeah,
1: my wife and I are still talking about how to fit in a Savannah bananas game to our, uh, I do
0: believe, and we might have this on record that you, uh, our offered to throw the first banana at the game.
1: I think that he said. Well, that. Well, and I think I promised that I would get them to the Field of Dreams here in Iowa. Yeah, probably. And so not I too. feel like I have some work to do. Yeah, so. probably. Do. Oh yeah, you're, you're, that
2: was a reminder. You a few steps in on that, or <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I just, just remembered that. that. Okay, so okay. Uh, it's a good thing we're doing this. All right,
2: my second uh, yeah. is is Brett Gilliland,
0: and he was awesome. Like this was a fun interview. Poor Brian. Could barely get a question because I was like leaning (laughs) in and just the way that he would help business owners really start looking at their business in a way that here's the most important thing is how you take it to the next level. I loved it. It was just a really interesting interview that took me off guard. And by the end of it, we're talking about leadership. And so it was a fun one for me, but
2: yeah, yeah. And so this is the theme so far and kind of what you guys are saying, like some of the podcasts that stick out to you are the ones that uh, had contain surprises. Like we're places yes. where like, especially right. with this varied stuff that you guys get into, like there's things that would surprise me that maybe you wouldn't even, you wouldn't blush at. Yeah. Right. right.
1: And I think the thing with Jesse Cole and... And Brett like when we first started the podcast it was like you know we're, we're reaching out to people we know yeah and then we started getting referrals to people like oh you should have this person on the show so like Jesse we had no idea who he was you mm-hmm. know so I came in totally cold of like oh no kidding I you know in a little bit behind the curtain like I really don't prepare for the podcast at all like I try to just channel the Holy Spirit and like let's just yep. you know just be in the moment and let it happen what happened and 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 it, and it just yeah it just blew my socks with that whole podcast and so that's kind of been the fun part too it was you know like when you hear like a big movies coming out and then you're like i did that philip and i just had this with batman the batman yeah and i was like oh, i heard it wasn't that good and he's like dude you're crazy it was amazing so but you know when you hear that like oh wait it kind of taints it so i try to just come in like not have any preconceived notions yep. and just let's see what happens and
2: yep so anyways all right oh now so you had a number two yet
1: yeah, I had a number two. The other one for me, actually, uh, was Jody Steinhauer, which was kind of random because we got referred to her as well and had no idea what she was doing. And she's a Canadian businesswoman and just was a boss. <laughs> and But the main thing that she had done was weaving in kind of charity and giving back to community through her businesses and it, hmm. I have a real vision for that. We haven't gotten that gotten to that point yet with Uncommon Wealth. I'm hoping to get there soon. So that kind of really hit a nerve with me of kind of some things that have been on my mind for a long time but I haven't got to scratch that itch yet. Yep. And so it was just a real yeah, it was just a really amazing story and the amount of people that she's touching and then she coaches businesses on how to integrate their passions and charities too. Uh, So, so her reach and kind of the ripple effect of her life and what she's teaching is and living is, uh, you know, really profound. So I agree with
0: that. And here's the thing at the end of the day with all of our guests, there's always one time or one spot where I'm like, Oh, I needed to hear that Yeah, Mm. for sure. Brian too. And so it's not like we know everything. It mainly I'm the one who kind of like coordinates who's going to be on. And there's Mm. even times where like, I don't know him very well. So like, Hey, let's have a quick pre-interview. Yeah. Um, and then Brian doesn't, which I appreciate because then he can listen to it for the first time. And yeah. Like, well, oh, tell us that story. And I kind of been like, well, we just talked about that yesterday. Well, mm-hmm. the listeners didn't hear that. So, but there's always one time in the episode that we're interviewing. I'm like, wow, like that's yeah, really that good. That was for me. Yeah. A yeah. Little bit. <laughs>
2: totally. That's, that's awesome. Actually, that was one of the things I was going to ask is that, you know, like thinking even of your top two episodes, you know, can you think of things that like changed about not just what you heard, but like anything about your business that you've said, look, we... I want to look at that. I want to change something based upon what I heard. But it sounds like, you know, it's more of a universal experience. You're picking up morsels, you know, all over the place. Every time we do a podcast.
1: I I think the one thing that I've learned, I talked about this on one of the podcasts recently, but I'm going to hit it again because I think it's important. And I think especially in America, we have this, like, I don't know if it's pressure or expectation that you just got to work all the time, time. like You've got to constantly be employed or, like, doing something. right. And the theme that I've seen from a lot of our guests is that they had actually a period where they weren't working and and had that downtime to like really focus, recalibrate of like what what am I doing and where is my life going yeah. and that pause is really powerful. Mm. Philip had a pause in his career I think it was powerful and and so that theme but it's been interesting as we as we meet with clients or entrepreneurs they're scared of that mm-hmm. pause. And it's like no like you should actually embrace that gap, right? And like step into it, so that you really know what you're going to do next is that is really aligned and focused. And so that's kind of one of the themes I've gotten out of, uh, you know, the first hundred episodes. Yeah,
2: that's it's odd to look at uh, a pause as an action, like as uh, an intentional right. space, as opposed to something that like uh, it's that you've been burdened with. But really, it's something that says, like, I'm, I'm intentionally doing that, so right. I can see this this thing clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right on. Um. So so. For having done at uh, episode 100, uh, that's a lot of episodes under your belt. Mm. And so... Yes, there is. What? I, there's, a, there's a generic what have you learned, but let's go maybe, maybe a little bit down one and say, what were things that you started out of the gate doing, and then through time you're like, ah, I, think, I think we should probably stop that.
0: Or feedback that, we told, that we're told to stop Yeah, right. That. Hey, you yeah. should knock that off. <laughs> yeah. All right. I know where mine is. Good. We used to name the person that does the intro...
1: The lady voice.
0: Yeah, we used to name her every time it was a different name. Anyway, there was like people who were like, I don't know, just stop that. So I was like, Dang it! It was like my favorite thing. Like, what name are we going to call her today?
2: So Katrina, just shout out for you, uh, right?
0: Or Whoever it was, we never. Met I was going to ask. It's
2: one of my questions. Like, did, we, did we land on something? Did we land on like the consensus? She's most definitely a Stacy or something. No, no, it didn't. No, it. okay. I think kind Deborah of like, uh, Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a point of contention. This is why yes, it's had to go. Right. Okay, right? Okay.
1: I think for me was, you could really tell when an episode was really good, yeah, and when an episode was like, oh, that didn't go well, yeah, you know, and it <laughs> took a little bit to get there, but and we've had to reshoot several podcasts either from a technical error, mainly or, that, reason. you know, but yeah, and and so yeah, you kind of get a feel real quick, like within the first five ten minutes of a podcast of like, oh, this is good, like this is good, we are going to yeah. keep going, and then other. Or like, ooh, this is rough. Yeah. Um, so, but sometimes Brian and I will
0: usually always be in studio together. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes like our, our guests are across the country. And so Brian and I can lock eyes Mm-hmm. When we feel like this, is, this isn't this is going as well as we thought we are. So yeah. look at each other like, what are we going to do now? You know, like, <laughs> oh, boy. And it was interesting. The person that kind of told us to start with podcasting, he's like, hey, there's always this like card you can play, yeah. the trump card, which is like, hey, I don't know what happened, but the audio just seemed really bad for some reason on that. So, <laughs> but we've never done that. We've always just said, you know what? Like, there's still content in there that I think is is valuable.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, if you ever tell somebody that, you got to tell me. That way I don't go to that guy and say, hey, look, I do podcast work. Well, <laughs> yes. oh, you're the audio guy for yeah. Uncoming Life, huh? right? Right. Don't <laughs> do that. Uh, so, uh, looking back at all the different folks you've had on the show, um, and based upon what we've talked about already, this may be like all of them, but like anybody that's like burning in your bones, you're like, boy, I just, I'd love to have this person back on and bah, see how things are going.
0: So good. You know, all right, this is a true behind the veil here. We thought about maybe even going, because I would say every person that we have have on the show is still on this path of the uncommon life. Mm -hmm. And so to get an update from them, I think would be super powerful to like, okay, three years ago you were here, and now where are you here now? And like, what's changed? And so we've even talked about, do we go back to all the people... And try to re-interview them and kind of like do a, a better job of prepping and listening to the, right. <laughs> listening to the episode and being like, all right, here's a couple of things that you said. Where are you now? And kind of give a snapshot of like a before and after, if you will. Yeah. Um. But I would say any pod, any guests that we've had on the show, I'd say like I would love to get them back on the show because I have questions of where they're at now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think the, you know, obviously the life journey and being an entrepreneur and following your passion. You know, it evolves and you hit different stages of life. And I think there's wisdom in, in, you know, communicating or hearing from entrepreneurs as they, you know, encounter those different stages. You know, um, I'm going to be more specific since Philip went generic. And I'm going to say Gabe Glenn. G- uh, Gabe is a, uh, you know, super entrepreneur. He's actually here in town. So this one would be easy to have back on. Uh, and, but I think Gabe and what he was doing when we first, when he first kind of like, we were, like we knew Gabe before he started uh, Make You Safe, right? And so, like we kind of saw that whole formulation of the idea. Like he took the break that I kind of talked about previously, he took a year off or a year and a half. He did a podcast. He got to uh, interview Jeff Immelt, who was a former CEO of uh, General Electric, mm-hmm. and uh, had a really cool podcast. Tapped into those roots of uh, actually, his dad was a like a manufacturing plant manager. Yeah, and anyways, that kind of pause and that break and kind of pushing the podcast and uh, you know his dad's roots and that was the genesis of the idea for the business and so we kind of got to see that you know come to life and he's such a great guy great entrepreneur and I, you know I said early on I worked in consulting and so I worked on billion dollar companies and I was like early on I was like this is a billion dollar deal yeah and he's well on his way to getting there and so I think for me uh, just seeing that from kind of the pause, to conception to launch and and everything they're doing now would be would be a fun one to have back on.
2: I like that because I I think if if you think about the life of an entrepreneur like you don't ever stop you're not right. stop being an entrepreneur and, and if one of the gaps that people have is um, maybe not always a, a fear but like there is an unknown in front of you and they're like hey even if this is successful now I, I'm going to be fifty I'm going to be sixty what is my what does that look like right. and like it's it's such a varied answer. It could look like a lot of things, but there's also kind of a, a pattern to it. Yeah. With that you can learn or at least take comfort that it's shaped out right. as people kind of made their way through it. And so I think right. I think that is an inspiring in and of itself to show um that, that it does it does progress and it doesn't stop, but it does mature. And you can you can yeah. look at it and not have to be so I don't know, trepidatious right. over what ten years from now right. may be.
1: For sure.
0: And you know what, that's funny because just quickly, both Brian and I, when we were thinking about this hundredth episode, we both said Gabe Glenn was the person that was gonna have the most impact to people yeah. in his life. So that's kinda cool. Just yeah. kind of a quick Yeah,
2: point. that is pretty cool. Um, so let's let's talk about uh those who, who have yet to be. Mm. so so you've you've reached out to folks you've got people to come on um who's who would you like to to interview that you haven't gotten to yet
0: yeah uh so for the 100th episode i did want to try to get bob goff on the on the show and bob goff to me is a guy he's a writer uh if you have read any of his books you understand like the paradigm shift that he kind of operates in is like lifelong it's like you're going to the grocery store there's like a life lesson to to be had. Yep. So I just love the way that he perceives the world, and I think he'd be really fun to interview. Uh, and and honestly, even better than Bob Goff, I'd like to talk to his wife. No doubt. To see, like, how yeah. does he do it and how do you support him in such a high capacity? Like, I'm always trying to help people, I'm trying to change the world. Like, yeah. how in the world? <laughs> so, maybe even better, Bob Goff's wife. This
2: is actually so um, on that, on our, on our radio show, Bob Goff had come up, I want to say within the last year or so. And we had that exact conversation is like, you know, he lets, lets someone use his boat and do yes. this. And it feels like it's just an open door to being what you may perceive as being put out and he's like no I want to put it on go for it and you just know Mrs. Goff yeah has got to have some thoughts
0: sweet Maria that's right (laughs) she's got some thoughts
2: yep
1: love it yeah well you reached out to him for our book because you were like I want to put my phone number in the book because he puts his phone number in the book right yeah it was kind of like a you know, those desperate times called
0: for desperate measures. And I was like, I just, my question to Bob is it seems like he has ample number of time. Like you and I have 24 hours in in the day. feels like he has at least 54, Yeah, you know, like, you know, so how are you doing that? So I ended up like basically calling him. I got a book out and I looked at his phone number and I called him and, uh, and I ended up having a conversation with him. So it's real. His phone number works. And one of the questions I had at the end of his, um, conversation of our conversation i was like should i put my book my number in the book he's like yeah like, well, you can always change it you know like right. of course you'd say that like yeah <laughs>
1: anyway,
2: so. i mean this is coming from the guy who's doing the gregorian plus calendar who's got right. the extra hours so. right right yeah all right uh, brian how about you
1: um i'm split i i think uh, coach k so mike trishevsky's coach blue and right now they, they won last night so we're in the middle of the march madness and they won uh, I've been a huge Duke fan my entire life. I mean, he's basically the like, winningest coach in college basketball. Uh, I just think the wisdom. What, was the, you know? what would be the question, if your first question for Coach K? I don't know. I'd probably just be like, can I have your autograph? Oh, <laughs> he's like something lame, you know? <laughs> or like, why did you agree to this? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we only have 50,000 just... downloads. <laughs> yeah. And then like, if you hear the story about how he, like they took a real chance on him. He was a young dude uh, coaching huh. at the time. And, uh, you know, and just yeah he's been there ever since now he is the program you know he's iconic and and just the you know the other side of it too i think a lot of it and they talk about it in the program is you know he was really like the father to a lot of these guys you yeah. know that not so much like they came from a bad home or anything but just being away from home and spending so much time with him and so just kind of the wisdom and life principles on top of the basketball and how you build teams and how you get people to peak at the right time i mean just there's, yeah, I'm just in awe of, of his career and his uh, wisdom, so.
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to, um, to balance and manage and figuring out where to, where to push, where to encourage. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, again, it's yeah. not a non-entrepreneurial conversation. <laughs> like, that same kind of thing is in right, there. Yeah, right. And I think, I was thinking about um, even some of the folks you've had on, and then just talking about, about Bob Goff, um, there was just something so interesting to me about people who, who seem to take in the world differently, but, like, without effort. Like something where you would hear them speak, and you go, "Yes, I want to take it in that way," and then I have to try, and I and I fail, and I succeed, (laughs) and I fail, and I succeed, and then like there they are over there with putting no effort into it, like just how it comes in, right? It's just so fascinating. That's a
1: Great point. Yeah, they're just sailing along,
2: and the wind's behind them. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of okay. This is maybe this is obscure. There was a Hugh Grant, Sandra Bullock movie called Two Weeks Notice. Anybody see that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, long story short, he ends up uh, he becomes very dependent on her as a lawyer. He's, she's just supposed to be his lawyer, and she just starts ending up in all his day to day decisions. And, and there's a point where she gets frustrated, and he goes, "Look, I just have to know what you think." And it's and it's it, that came to me when I was. Um, I actually think it was after listening to, to something somebody you had on, it. and I'm like, I just would want to know. Like, I'd feel like I can't even make any decisions. Can you just tell me what you think about this? Because like you just you take it in so, so differently, good. right? So good. <laughs> so uh, speaking of of uh podcasts that like uh we, we talked about ones where like hey slam dunk I want to talk to this person again. Hey I think these these are the mm. top ones for me. Are there any that you did where you thought, um, I'm not sure if this is gonna be yeah. a tickler. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. but it turned out where you're like I totally surprised. I, I love right. this. Oh, that you loved it. Yeah. Okay, so like a sleeper.
0: Yeah. A sleeper yeah, one. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I got that. Uh, Rick Cordero, for me, we were talking about disability insurance, Mm. like individual disability insurance. Like, okay, what? He was awesome. He was. Like, I was like engaged and we were laughing. And like, if you know Rick Cordero, I know him personally, like you, yeah, that totally makes sense. But when you talk about something
1: as dry as disability insurance,
0: you would never think, and I'm telling (laughs) you what, he did so good. It was a good one for me.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of a different answer. Um, Because you already mentioned
0: the other one. Because I already mentioned
1: the other one, but... Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was that Jodie Steinauer one. I mean, just was like, what is this going to be about? And yeah. I didn't have a lot of color, and but she just right. blew my blew me away. Um, so that would have been one. And then um, the uh, I can't think of her name. She's here in Des Moines with the with the uh, dessert. Um, oh yeah. Business, and then now she leads the uh, yeah entrepreneurial like creme yeah creme. Her story, I was about in tears with her podcast and. Knowing a little bit about her and her story ahead of the podcast just because she's from Des Moines, but yeah, it was just like super That's powerful and the adversity she overcame and you know, yeah. So there's been there's been a several moments within the podcast where you're just like, Holy cow. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so good.
2: I think it's I think it's interesting. Um if you were to look at the titles, and maybe I'm particular uh, attentive to this because I'm looking at the titles. Um, but like If you were just flying by... There's a number of things where you could go. That's going to be dry. Mm-hmm. Hey, was, who's the process guy? The process guy was awesome. It was he a was great interview. Josh Dunwoody. Yes, yeah. yes, right. And you're like, oh god, the guy talking about process. The guy talking about disability insurance. Like these are things where Good where point. they feel like they're going to be dry. But the reality is, is there topics, and underneath those topics are humans, and then things that attach to humans. We care about processes because humans are doing them. Right. You know, we Good care point. about disability yeah. insurance because not great only point. are people buying and selling it. Um, and engaging with it, but like that's that's hitting your grandparents, it's hitting your parents, uh-huh, and so right. like if if we can get past what feels dry because it feels unfamiliar, what you find is that like there's all kinds of gray and deep and awesome, right. and all kinds right. of things that people are doing that would surprise you. Right. Yeah. To
0: piggyback off that, I feel like we could have anybody on the show, and everyone has an uncommon life. Like we can just highlight because yeah. everybody has like their own little thing, and like you just need to be encouraged. Like right. no, your life is your life, and it's uncommon, and yeah, you're valuable. Yeah. yeah.
1: We did an event with Josh Dunwoody, and and I hadn't seen him in that context. And I should have known that he would be great because he's he's in the military, he's leading guys. I mean, he's a dynamic guy. He
2: just he blew it out. I mean, it was amazing. So I echo you that on uh, Josh. Awesome. All right, we're gonna take the slide whistle the other direction. (laughs) Okay. Can you talk to me about a podcast where where you came, you saw, and you barely made it through? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like it just felt like you weren't you weren't in it. You ready for this? I got
0: one that's going to knock your socks off. Go ahead. The biggest, like, name that we've ever had on our podcast.
1: Probably the guy with the most followers. For or sure. Social.
0: Yep. Jordan Harbinger. Is that her name? Harbinger. Harbinger yeah. So, yeah.
2: 6 billion downloads a month, Jordan yeah, Harbinger. Like, major yeah. dude. Yeah. 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 Nope. Nope. I'm out. I'm nope. out.
0: Man, it was like, <laughs> it was just so methodical. Now, here's the difference Jesse Cole probably has done more podcasts than, than, our boy Jordan. Yeah. Come at me, bro. But but Jesse made it exciting and fun. And yeah. Jordan was just like, what are we talking about? Like, it was, it just wasn't my favorite. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not a great guy. I'm just saying, like, you know, he doesn't know us from a hill of beans. And you yeah. could tell, like, this entitlement of it like, it felt that way. It felt bit. that way. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not grateful that we interviewed him. I'm just saying, like, I came and I saw and I'm just yeah. like, now how did yeah. that come about? Yeah, that was from an introduction. Oh, and okay. Then, to get him on the show, I think he even has. I mean, it's kind of a cool thing. He was like, "Hey, will you donate to some of my charities that I want?" Yeah. Well, let's donate we'll, to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he did and uh, got a, like a half an hour interview with him. but I felt like he was promoting a, a movie and he was making his rounds. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And and nothing. Again, nothing against him, but I felt like there could have been a more excited energy, energy level of like, "No, tell me what you guys are doing." Like. Yeah. Right. But it yeah. was just like
1: I'll answer the questions, and we'll move on, and
2: yeah, so, yeah, yep. yeah, that's fair, Brian. How about you
1: uh Evan Jackson, uh who I love, and he's here in Des Moines, and we've actually referred clients to him, and they have like are raving fans of his, so it was nothing to do with him, yeah, I was just a, it it was just a bad off day and <laughs> I was uh struggling to uh mask that and the, just engage and... yeah the his voice is amazing, he does have an amazing so I was voice really too. like I was in it, so I did it you
0: know sometimes like and I would say even the Jordan harbinger like Brian was more into it than I was yeah, yeah. So it worked
2: yeah, yeah uh so um let's talk about no, actually he's come up before, so like um guests that you think have the greatest potential I heard Gabe. Gabe Glenn. Gabe Glenn, yeah. Gabe Glenn,
0: make you safe for sure.
2: Still good, yeah. yeah. I'd stay you, you got to talk to him. You got to bring him back in here. I we we could, and he would love okay. it. I don't call him engaging. now; it's rude. But just but, maybe okay. later. Okay, okay, I'll
0: do it. Okay, we'll do it.
2: I love that guy. He's great. Okay, uh, so so we've, we've talked about a lot of individuals. Do you got a favorite twofer? Favorite ah, couple yes. that you've had on the show?
0: Any couple that we have on the show, I'm in. I love it. I love the dynamics. I love to see like the nonverbals, yeah. and then you can see it right away. No. You can ask them right away of like, in this particular moment, what was your wife's perspective? And then you can just ask them and then yeah. they could just tell you like, oh, I was in a bad place, you know, or, yeah, right. or like I was totally all in, whatever. So mine are, Ian and Christina Nelson Johnson was amazing and I just love their story. I also love John and Hannah Shiplet, Like they're basically like, uh, what's the... Chip and Joanna. Chip and Joanna Gaines oh, for the yeah. Des Moines, uh, doing amazing things. But just they were funny and lighthearted. And you can really tell the people who have good marriages. You could tell it in Christina and Nelson Johnson. You can tell it in the shiplets. And honestly, everybody that we have on the show usually has a really good marriage. And yeah. so those would be my two if I couldn't pick. There's anybody, though, with guests or with with spouses I'm in.
1: I had uh, Matt and Haley Phillips. Haley actually works That's a great one. for us, uh, works with us, whatever you're uh, she kind of is like our center fielder. We ask her to do quite a bit and she does it with grace and tenacity, and she's just an amazing teammate. So, uh, but their story, uh, you know, they essentially had a miscarriage and it cost a ton of money to just, you know, yeah. deal with that. And so they ended up turning, you know, I love kind of the mess into your message type thing. And they kind of started their own nonprofit to help, you know, uh, basically provide scholarships or financial aid two families going through, uh, you know, that lost a baby. Yeah. And so they just do a ton for us, for other people and, and she just runs a tight ship. And so I just, yeah, that's a good one. It's called the Fletcher foundation. It's powerful. And,
0: and the story that they have behind that is so neat. And then they just want to help financially for people who are like getting a bill after they never brought their baby home, which is is really a cool niche. And
1: it happens,
2: like, way more than you think. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. It's good. Yeah, that's that's so interesting on places where um, th- that people will find to step in and where, where no one else would think to step in. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's always, there's big ticket things. Uh, and churches are generally pretty good at this. Hey, we'll bring the meal and we'll, you know, mm-hmm. we'll follow up and we'll take care of some things. But like there's always those things that are in the corner that would be personal to you anyway and then like are ultra personal to you. Right. Um, and no one would ever know. And you would never, you wouldn't bring it up either. And so to see, see someone kind of be able to, to be with you in that space, it's, it's, I, it's super powerful. Super yeah, powerful. Right. That's good. Uh, okay. So someone comes up to you on the street. And they yes. say, "Hey, uh, I like the vest." And That's right. I see you just left uh, Nordikers. And uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, you look like some fellows who run a podcast. Uh-huh. And you say, "Yeah, I do." You should check out. Oh. What? oh, what? which which show would you point him to? Okay,
0: I'll let Brian answer that. But here's what I would say: the most podcast that I reference the most. Yeah. In like,
2: just the day to day conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's Nadine Habaker. She's 70, I don't know, 74? doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But yeah. she's a little bit <laughs> she's older. A golden
1: girl. And yeah. she's
0: amazing. <laughs> and what I love about it is the mindset that she had, because she's an artist. She does watercolor. She's an amazing artist. And one time in the interview, I ended up going to her house, by the way. The dog was like licking my feet as we were interviewing. Brian was not there, but he was piped in. Uh, and I asked her, I was like, how do you get paid to paint? Yeah, And she's like, oh, Philip. Like, I don't, get like, I don't, know. I just love to paint. People keep paying me. Like that mindset is what I'm trying to, and what Brian is trying yeah. to do is instill in our clients I is do what you love to do and watch the money then follow you. Yeah. And yeah. that was her thing. She's like, I don't know how they just do it. I just keep loving to paint. Like, even yeah. if they didn't pay me, I'd still paint. And I love that. And that's probably the, the different, the probably the one I referenced the most of like, this is the mindset that I think we all should be seeking after. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I don't know, that answers your question, but that would be mine.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Jesse Cole is a big one. I think one that we use, like, tangibly or tactically is uh, Scott Shatford, who's the president of AirDNA. They they run data analytics on the Airbnb and hmm. short-term rental market. Um, that one, I think we send a lot. We have a lot of people that are interested in or looking at or invested in Airbnbs and uh, it's kind of a cool, really cool story of like an actual tool that you can use, but also like how he founded that company. And right. Yeah, right. so, and then Caleb Walsh uh, with the 500 doors, uh, you know, we use that one a lot with clients too of, you know, what's your risk tolerance of, so this is a guy who wanted to go get 500 doors or rental units in a year and he did it yeah. and he, he beat the door down, you know, and it's, and it's just kind of like what are you willing to give? Yeah. You know. So
2: Yeah. It's good. And you know, one of the things, just just so you guys don't um don't undersell this part of it, I find that the um, a lot of the duo cast where you guys are in here talking about mm-hmm. on um basically how do I take in what's going on around me. because mm-hmm. um, I think even as people are latched on um to to, to be inspired but what by what they're seeing other people do, it does feel like anything could come out of left field. And, and tip you over if you're if it doesn't feel stable and like Absolutely. when you don't know what you don't know inflation can feel that way right. um, the, the the disruption in in monetary policy can feel that way and right. so you know um I, I do think those are those hmm. are great people to great shows to point people back to just to to help fill out an orientation of what the world is doing right. that's
0: good that's good
2: all right so how are we, how are we doing here I think we're getting pretty we're getting pretty near. This is your show. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so here's what here's what I'm gonna. I think we're I've gonna just do. Been enjoying
1: this. this I know. Great.
2: It's great. So I, I, maybe I got a few more. Okay. Okay. We're gonna go through a few more, and I think we're gonna then we're gonna cut. We're gonna land the plane, and and then. Mm. there may there may be some bonus questions okay okay now for a free go. podcast i'm not sure what the tease is here <laughs> but it does feel like we're doing something okay okay, okay. All, right. all right so let's see what we can do to land this place so actually i'm kind of curious do you guys go back and do you listen to your own shows great question oh that's a funny one used to at
0: the first and i used to get on brian because he never did
1: dude he would <laughs> yell at me like true like in the car, dude like, you haven't listened to this episode i'm like dude i can't do it anymore <laughs> Well, we also
0: weren't very good when we started. So I felt like it was like a football player reviewing the tapes of what you could have done better. That was really what I was trying to instill in poor Brian. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure we need to at this point. I'm not saying we're good by any stretch. Well,
1: and I think like to Philip's credit, there is a technical aspect of the podcast of like just the intros, the outros, the bios. Like there is a science to this thing. And so I definitely think in that regard, like, philip has been a great steward. It's primarily been his, you know, thing to lead. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, like, early on, I was like, oh, my gosh, I, like, is anyone going to listen to this? I sound horrible. Like, I can't I can't listen to this, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, so it was more of a, probably a lack of confidence in myself than it was anything else. But, uh, you know, we're busy, and so it just really became, like, it's just hard to yeah listen to all these, and then also trying to take in other people's content and... So anyways, no, we don't. Not not really
2: so much.
0: No, no. But I will say that what Brian does to contribute to the podcast, because he does, obviously, you hear it is like he does a really good job on hey what do, should we talk about in our duo cast yeah like that's mainly Brian's kind of like hey this would be good there's a couple times like <laughs> the one about uh, COVID mm-hmm. and I, I was like get on the microphone and that was like the first time I was like I went off because I was <laughs> it was just interesting it was at the beginning of COVID Yep, you can go back and listen to it I guess but basically I was like trying to instill like this is a great opportunity to pour into your family like, yeah yeah this absolutely. is what you do next anyway so um, but that's that's usually Brian's deal is like hey this is what we're gonna to talk about. We just did one on um, market inflation mm-hmm. and the, where the market's at. I didn't talk too much, you know, like, and I was like, hey, brother, I can't really help you, but he did
1: awesome, as you he always do a does. a good job so. leading and directing and, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I, I actually, I think that actually pairs really well, because I think you have an opportunity to, to ask uh, the types of questions that, like, maybe we're wondering, but you don't want to, you know, like, you yeah. can put it into voice right? Uh, yeah. and say, look, uh, I this could be out of left field, but is this relevant? <laughs> right? And then, and then Brian could sort it out, <laughs> right? So, uh, have you ever had a, a situation where someone has mentioned something about a podcast episode to 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 you, where you thought, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check that out." I don't, I don't remember saying that or anything like that. We had one of those. I don't know if I've ever had that, but I. It's interesting. People are like, "Oh, I just listened to
0: this," and we've never met with them, or like mm. we've heard all your podcasts, and they start referencing something we've talked about, and yep. they like, yeah. seems like they know us, yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's definitely brought down the I don't want to say a barrier, but just like there's a natural like, oh, I've heard you talk, like you were saying, like three years a time, whatever. But yep. Yeah, there's just this level of familiarity from their side. Like, I no, yep. I'm just meeting you for the first time. But yeah, yeah. So it's been kind of fun. Because
0: people can call us and do like the 15 minute consultation. And it's always crazy when they're I'm like, Hey, this is Philip. Like and, and they kind of get quiet, like, no, like the Philip? Like Yeah, yeah, we don't really have a big
2: shop here, <laughs> That's you know? Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how what feels like getting together and talking about uh, either interviewing other people or talking about your business, like how much of you actually comes out in that. Hmm. And so people do get to meet you in ways that are surprising. You're like, I don't either, I don't remember telling that story or like they get niches of your personality that you feel like would take, you know, a few dinners and some bowling to get to, <laughs> but like, they've just been creeping on you over the airwaves and yeah. like, it, they can be closer I to you than you I realize. I do love to go bowling though. So. I <laughs> do not. You'll meet Brian there. You Don't like okay, we'll pick this up later. That's that's, I'm disappointed in that. (laughs) No, I'm horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say you had to be good at it. No, yeah, okay, okay. Um, and so, like, do you have any podcasts that you listen to either for inspiration or you just like them? You think they're like they're super well done? Like, oh, because a lot of people will listen to this podcast and go, like, what else? What else should I be taking in? So, what do you do? You listen to any?
0: Yeah, I I listen to yours. No, this is a shameless plug, (laughs) but like, it is so quirky. Just you and your friends. You don't care who's listening, who isn't. I do not. It's great. And you've been doing it for how
2: long? I'll be 11 years this year. Okay, 11
0: years, you guys. Yeah. And like, it's truly good friends. And it's like you're on the outside or like a corner of the room. And like, honestly, there's not a lot of like things that they're really talking about, but you can't stop listening. It's just like... I just want to hear everyone. And you have a twin brother. I do. And I have no idea what they sound like differently. And so I'm like, it's either Ben or it's Mike. That's right. But it's great. Uh, so I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but yours are one of them that I like. Every time I start it, I, I listen to it and I just laugh and
2: it's just a good time. That justifies the three downloads a week. Now I know where they're coming from. I listen to the other two.
1: <laughs> uh, I go in spurts, so I'll kind of hit them hard and then I take a couple months off. So... Uh, I do like Pomp's podcast, Anthony Pompliano. Mm-hmm. Um I like Pomp's stuff. I, I kind of hit that once in a while. I pick up a little bit of Rogan. I don't. I can't do the whole thing. But right. um, and then there's I've really kind of you know there's a guy who I actually is going to list in terms of people I want to interview. Uh, his name is Robert Breedlove, mm-hmm. and uh, he talks a lot about Bitcoin. So I do quite a bit of Bitcoin cryptocurrency research and. Robert Breedlove is like kind of like a philosopher type. Yeah, like you don't hear people talk like that anymore, <laughs> right? But like you, you you kind of have to like listen or play it back like three. Like, what did he just say? And it was like one of the most profound things I've heard. Yeah, uh, so I kind of take in a lot of uh, his stuff, and then Michael Saylor does a lot of other people's podcasts. He's been a real champion of the Bitcoin community, so uh, that's kind of where a lot of my um, you know. Content
2: yep. comes from. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, and this is this is perhaps a bit um, a bit cheesy, but I but I think we're gonna we're gonna end with this one. So okay. you're you're Deal. you're Philip and Brian and you're you're working on your hundredth podcast right now and you run into the Bill and Ted. Philip mm, and Brian from hundred episodes going ago. Backwards. Yep. That's right. Um, what encouragement or advice do you give them as they're starting on the the podcasting journey?
0: Right. You got to keep feeding the beast. Like once you start this train of content producing, there's really no stopping. So get in a cadence. Don't be hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Get people that you know have a story to say and then help them unlock that story. That would be probably what I would say. Hey, don't get discouraged. It's going to be a long road. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Hang on. It'll be good, and you're going to impact people with it.
1: That's it. That's
2: it. Brian says, ding. Ring the bell.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, mine has just been consistency. I, I'm definitely like the, uh, oh, squirrel, you know, like anything <laughs> And I think, you know, obviously, Philip is more of the, no, we're going to stay on the track. Like, we're not going to look at that right now. And, and I say that in love and honor and respect because, you know, if this was just me, we wouldn't be at 100. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and so it's, it's been, I think at times a little bit of labor of a love for sure. But yeah. Just the consistency and keep producing. Um, and then I would just say to myself, you know, invite more people on, I, I haven't done a great job. I've done a good job inviting people, but just like staying on them to actually get on the show. Yep. So that's kind of what I want to focus on in the next hundred is to get some of the people that I'm, you know, kind of mm-hmm. jiving with or yep. digging on to, to actually become
2: guests on the show. So, right. That's, That's good. It's good one. That's awesome Hey, you've been listening to the Uncommon Life Project Podcast 100th episode Yes, hey, thank Hey, congratulations, you. fellas Thank, thank you, you. Thank you for co-hosting You did great, us. man This is so good This was killer Yeah, you bet You bet Well, I, mean, I I think you should exit your own show
0: All right, well, you've been listening to the Uncommon Life Project I've been your host, Philip Ramsey And I am Brian Dewhurst With Ben Foost <laughs> There it is All right, tune in next time Thank you Go be Uncommon Thanks, everybody Bye-bye That's all for this episode of the Uncommon Life Project brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing
1: an uncommon life.